Hi, and welcome back to the Never Manage Alone podcast. I'm joined by Harple once more. Hi, Harple. It's been a it's been a little while. I know you've been um, enjoying the sun in Spain, so welcome back. Yeah, th- thanks, Paul. Yes, yeah, has been has been a while. Yeah, um, obviously getting my feet back under the table. You know, getting my head around uh, what's going on at work and stuff. And uh, but you know, being a, being an absolute amazing uh, couple of weeks in Spain. Um, just just being able to relax, unwind, uh, enjoy steady weather, you know, not unpredictable weather, absolutely steady weather. Uh, you know what you're, what you're going to get when you go to Spain and uh, just, just to be able to relax with the family, unwind, uh, get that break that, you know, we, I know we needed, um, but I, and I know everyone kind of needs really with the, with the last couple of years with COVID and stuff. And, you know, with all the stuff that surrounds that and, you know, traveling and, and all the testing that you've got to do um, and just to just to be able to get away. So it was nice. Um, you know, obviously you had to put up with the testing coming back. Uh, it wasn't too sad, but, you know, done what was what was required. And, uh, you know, now back to good old uh, good old London and, and, and the unpredictable, <laughs> unpredictable weather. So let's hope the <laughs> Premier League isn't unpredictable. Well, you've brought, you've brought the weather back with you, so people are going to be grateful. Uh, but yeah, good to have you back. Um, we've been on, obviously, international break, so we are heading into uh, game week four this weekend. Um, most fixtures are on Saturday, um, as usual, and then we only have the one on Sunday with Leeds and Liverpool, and then Monday, Everton and Burnley. So yeah, a lot of the action is on a Saturday, um, so not, not too much football on the TV, but uh, you know, we'll make do anyway. Um, so really, I mean, the big news since we last spoke, um, and you know, since the break, and we've had time to think, really, is the Ronaldo um, transfer back to Man United. Obviously, that's been the main news, really. Uh, you know, we've had some other good signings previously. We mentioned about Lukaku. Uh, he looks obviously he's hit the ground running. Looks like a great signing. He's quite expensive in in FPL. Uh, Ronaldo's come in. He's twelve point five million. Um, there's a lot of, you know, well, a lot of people are kind of triggering wild cards at the moment. I don't know if it's something you're looking to do, but it seems a little bit early for me, um, even with Ronaldo coming back in. But I think the main question for us in, in our respective teams, you know, we've got um, got Fernandez there, is what to do about Ronaldo? I mean, do you have any early thoughts? Are you desperate to get him in this game week or are you going to try and wait? Oh, that is such a good question. I think, um, one, uh, welcome back to Ronaldo. Um, you know, arguably, you know, one of the two best players, you know, if you know, depending on your opinion, in the last, you know, 10 plus years, uh, his stats speak for themselves. Um, do I want him in the side? Of course. I think he's a bit pricey. Um, just relative to, again, you know, I, I think I want to see, uh, initially I wanted to bring him in for this game week, but, you know, the guy is 36 and I know he looks after himself. He's meticulous with his training uh, raging, but he has been playing in, in leagues that are not quite like the Premier League. Not, you know, in my opinion, as competitive as the Premier League um, and what the Premier League has become. And um, so I think I would kind of like to see him settle in a bit. But, you know, he's his stats for the last season that he was um, uh, in uh, FPL was like 283 points for the for the for the season and that is not to be you know snitched at so 
Yes, I do want to bring him in. Um, but, you know, having already made one transfer, um, I don't particularly want to play a wild card. I'm with you yet. I don't think I particularly want to play a wild card yet. Uh, last year, I did play the wild card straight after the international break because obviously the transfer window was closed. And then yeah, you have a better choice and you know that who's going to be playing for who. Um, but at this present moment in time, I think I just want to hold fire for a couple of weeks. But do I want uh, Ronaldo in? Yes, is it going to be at the expense of Bruno Fernandes? Most likely, uh, just because my gut feeling is he will take over free kicks and penalties. But I would like to see that before I kind of take the plunge, if, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, it sounds like we're kind of aligned with our approach, really. I mean, it depends on who you have in your team. If you have uh, big strikers up front, you know, that cost a lot of money. Kane, 12.3 million. Lukaku, obviously... Um, 11.5 million then that is going to be the switch to Ronaldo but a lot of people this year um, have gone down the route of cheaper strikers more expensive midfielders so you know when I look at Kane's ownership it's less than 10% Lukaku's you know okay double that at 20% so significantly high Ronaldo's already gone to nearly 20% ownership as well um, obviously won't be any price change until he comes into the game week um, as far as I'm aware so yeah, basically, you know, in our teams and in most teams, it's going to be a sacrifice in midfield. It has to be Bruno Fernandes to Ronaldo. Um, we have seen the two play before, um, both teammates for the Portuguese national team. Um, you know, we both watched the Euros. Ronaldo was on fire. He was scoring goals um, left, right and centre. Uh, Fernandes is a great player, obviously, but he with Ronaldo in the team, he does take a little bit of a different role. You know, he is the main guy at Man United. He kind of gets to roam free. He, he's great on the ball. He's great at deliveries and things like that. But I do think Ronaldo is going to be a big change to that. And I do worry about Bruno Fernandes as well. So Fernandes has slightly dropped in price, but back to what he was originally at 12 million. Even, you know, he was, he was at 12.1. So people wouldn't have made a profit if they sold. You have to go up. Um, 0.2 million before you make a profit. So there's no rush to get him out at the moment. Um, I think that should probably remain going into this game week. I mean, it's Thursday now, so Saturday is the deadline. Um, I think I'm going to wait a week as well, Harpo. I think, um, you know, I've made a transfer as well. So um, I'd have to use two transfers basically to, to, to fund the move, obviously, because it's not a straight swap. It's a midfielder to a striker. Um, for me and, and for you as well, obviously, it means taking out Fernandez and then um, basically heavily upgrading um, a, a kind of striker. So do you have any thoughts on who you want to take out? I know you've got Tony Wilson and Ings. I've got slightly cheaper options I've got Antonio Tony and then Dennis from Watford who's a you know cheap but plays pretty much most of the time every now and then as well um so do you have a plan of who you're going to downgrade Fernandez to to fund a move yeah so I mean uh, you know I initially put Tony in as you know a part of uh, something different a bit of a differential did really well in the championship uh you know see how he how he was going to fare. Um, scored first two game. Game. Yeah, scored last week as well, didn't he? Oh, sorry, in the last Yes, exactly, Paul. So he did score. So, I mean, I was looking at maybe, you know, changing him, but he scored last week. So I don't kind of thought, oh, maybe, maybe he might, he's off the marquee. You know, sometimes strikers, as you know, they, 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 they score in, you know, 
in, in sets of fixtures. Uh, so I thought to myself, hmm, he scored, he may score again. So I think I'll be keeping a close eye on Tony, actually. Um, just going to see, just see how he does this week. But out, out of the three strikers, you know, I've, I've got Ings, Wilson and Tony. It'd probably be Tony that I'd be looking to kind of downgrade uh, to a slightly, obviously, cheaper option because, like, as you said, Fernandez is 12 million. I don't have much in the bank. I'm just looking how much I've got in the bank. Um, I'm not sure I've got anything in the bank, actually. So I think I'd have to, obviously, like you said, I'd have to make... Uh, I've got one uh, transfer that I'm rolling over to next week, so that, sh- that should give me two transfers next week. So, yeah, it'll probably be kind of uh, downgrading um, Fernandez or a midfield option, upgrading to Ronaldo, and then having a look at a bargain basement midfielder, um, you know, maybe uh, Ben Rama, perhaps. I haven't seen his price. Um, I, I don't actually know his price off the top of my head, but, you know, he started up quite well. Because you, so. have, because you have slightly, you know, um, kind of mid-range strikers as well. So, you know, Tony, it might be worth keeping as your budget player. You've got someone like Wilson, who you've got obviously five million to go up to Ronaldo. Um, that's what you need. So Fernandez has got to go down, you know, um, to seven a seven million pound midfielder. So that's not too bad. So you can, you know, there's plenty of starting midfielders at seven who are doing well. You know, I mean, look at Ben Brahma, he's six point four. You could easily afford him. You know, he's been tearing it up for West Ham. Yeah. So I think that's not bad. I know you've already got Gilmore. I have a kind of balanced um, midfield, whereas I don't have any. 4.5 million um, pound midfielders. So they're all, you know, Rafinha's the cheapest one, Ben Rama's the cheapest one. And then it's, you know, I've got Salah, Son and Fernandez. So I would have to downgrade Fernandez to uh, a Gilmore, Brownhill, someone like that to fund the move, basically. Um, the flip side means that I can potentially um, play, um, you know, play one less midfielder and then just play the three strikers because Germany have been playing two. And then Dennis has been on the bench, but Dennis only cost me five million for Watford. Uh, he did score in the first game week, so that's that's a lot of money to raise, though, right? It's seven point five million to raise. So um, I'm just even trying to work out. Um, yeah, I would just be able to do that. I think so. It's going to be a tough move. Um, I, I kind of with you. I don't really. I don't want a wild card at the moment. It's too early for me. My team's looking okay. Um, I think it's idle to do that right now. Um, obviously, I'll just be praying during the Man United game beat Newcastle at home that they, you know Ronaldo doesn't come on or doesn't score a hat trick. Um, I'm hoping that will start on the bench and I'll get away with it that game week. And then, yeah, I'll use my transfer and then you know take a minus four and bring him in. Right, if Fernandez is going to drop again, then it just seems sensible to bring Ronaldo in. Um, but we'll have to see how that game goes. Who knows? You know, Fernandez is still capable of scoring. He can still score big. Um, even with Ronaldo in the team, you know, it's going to still be on set pieces, you would think, corners and things like that. So it just depends on what the damage Ronaldo is going to do. Um, you know, looking at Man U's fixtures, they've got West Ham after that, Aston Villa, Everton, Leicester, and they've got a couple of tricky games for Liverpool and Tottenham. But you know what it's like with players like Ronaldo and those premium players, it doesn't really matter who they play. They're always capable of scoring big. Yeah, totally, and um, and you know, and and the, and the beauty about making that swap as well, Paul, is that if you bring Ronaldo in, uh, you know, if if for you know, just say, and, and likelihood he gets injured or something, uh, you've got the straight swap out with you know Kane or Lukaku, which is which is also worth you know noting um, because you've got that premium asset. There's a couple of you know straight swap out options, and so you can be quite selective in, 
you know, upcoming game weeks, you know, when the fixtures become favourable for, say, a Tottenham or a, or, or a Chelsea, you, you know, you may look at it and say, mm, you know, like, yeah, you know, as the two fixtures you mentioned where, where Man United have got, say, um, uh, you said Tottenham and Liverpool, you know, you may want to say, mm, they, they could be tight fixtures, we'll bring someone else in. So it gives you a little bit of, a, of, a, of an option having a, a premium asset. You know, it did when I had Kane last year. So there's, there's also that aspect of it as well. So, um, yeah, definitely. I, I think the world's going to be watching this weekend. I mean, you know, why wouldn't they? Ronaldo's back. Uh, but like you, I'm keeping my fingers crossed that he does um, come off the bench. But, you know, you have to factor in the fact that there's going to be some, you know, I've been reading there's a few injuries uh, for a, a few players and, um, you know, Ronaldo got that second yellow card. So he came back early. Um, so he didn't really take part in the other fixtures for Portugal. Um, my gut feeling is he will start. So I certainly will be praying that he doesn't like, you know, score a hat-trick or something, you know, a brace or a hat-trick and it probably wouldn't have, wouldn't be a, wouldn't have been a great call not to bring him in, basically. Yeah, I think, you know, you're looking, if we've already used our transfer, you're looking at eight points, aren't you, to bring him in. So you've got minus eight points. Um, and then... You know he's got to base even if he scores what have he does what have he does a scores a goal. Um, remember he's a striker as well, so he's he's not going to get midfielder points, but you know so he's going to get four points for a goal, isn't he really? So say he got two goals right, which is possible um, against Newcastle, and you know he starts as well. You know might get a couple of bonus points. You're looking at maybe a twelve point haul, which is which is quite big, right? Um, obviously you've spent eight points. Um, trying to bring him in. Um, okay, you're going to preempt him maybe a minus four hit that you might take next week anyway. So let's just say you take a, a minus eight to bring him in um, this game week. You know, that leaves you with kind of four points. But then if Bruno Fernandes plays, gets a minimum of two points, but has the potential of getting an assist maybe for one of those goals, then it's not cost effective, right? And you're, you're relying on Ronaldo getting, what, minimum of two goals really? And a couple of bonus points at least to make it worthwhile you know what if he does come off the bench you know if he only comes on and plays even to scores one goal it's probably not worth the move so I think looking at it that way if he scores a goal it's good if he scores two okay maybe break even type of thing if he does any more than that obviously it's going to be a little bit painful but it is what it is I mean at least we don't have to take the minus eight and then you just take the minus four next week to, to do that yeah no definitely Paul I mean it's 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 a knife edge, isn't it? You know, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. But you know, when you weigh it up, as, as you said, and you, you know, you start, you know, thinking about it, and you know, there's every possibility he might only come on second half or 20 minutes and not score a goal, and that's one point. And so, there's no point taking a minus eight hit to gain a, a point. So, I think, I think, you know, the, the the steady option here is that actually let's let's wait this game week out. You know, Bruno Fernandes is just going to suddenly drop in price. So, um, you know, you can make a, a slightly more informed decision. You know, the chances are he will play, but you also got to factor in, um, you know, he's 36 years old. It, when the Champions League kicks off, Ronaldo's going to want to play in, a, in the biggest competition, right? Um, what's going to happen, you know, when the Champions League does start? You know, is he going to be playing the Champions League and, then, and uh, you know, spared in the Premier League? Is he, is, he, is he up to playing two games a week? So there's, there's, there is a lot of question marks there. And, uh, you know, as, we, as, as, as you know, we pointed out already, it's a, it's a very competitive league. Uh, you know, it's not it's not like the Spanish league where you go to the team at the bottom of the table and stick six past them. 
Um, you know, on any given day, the team at the bottom can cause an upset in the Premier League. It's the only league that does that. So that could happen. There's, there's a lot that, of could happen this, that could happen this weekend. Arsenal bottom, they could cause an upset and beat Norwich. <laughs> 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 could, you never know. That's the Premier League for you, isn't it? So, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm glad you got that one in, Paul. Actually, I, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> so, uh, I, I mean, uh, even as a Arsenal fan, right? I, I, I wouldn't. I'm not going to go near Arsenal players at the moment. Um, they do have good fixtures. They do have Norwich, Burnley. They've got a tough London derby against Spurs, North London derby. Then they've got Brighton, Palace, Aston Villa. So they haven't, Arsenal have got some decent fixtures now. So they will pick up some points, but I wouldn't. I would avoid them um, just because of the uncertainty. You know, you're going to be paying a premium for people like Bamiyang who aren't. Doesn't seem to be in his stride at the moment. I think if I was going for any Arsenal player, I'd maybe go for. Saka, Smith Rowe, who are a bit cheaper and could do well against those types of teams. Um, but otherwise, you know, kind of stay clear. They might pick up some points now and, and clean sheets, but um, I just think it's they're just better avoided at the moment. I think there's better value elsewhere. I mean, we spoke about Tony earlier for Brentford as well. He's got a nice home game against uh, Brighton uh, this weekend, uh, which is a nice fixture. And then he's got Wolves away. But He's got after that, they've got Liverpool, West Ham, Chelsea, and Leicester. So, some really tough fixtures for Brentford. Is he going to do well there? It might be the time to sell him after that. Um, I mean, I'm looking at some other fixtures, really. Um, I mean, Wolves have the standout fixtures now. Um, they've got Watford, Brentford, Southampton, Newcastle in the next four. So, Wolves are a little bit of a, could be a bit of a dark horse um, over the next four fixtures or so. You know, Triore. Uh, Jimenez is a bit of a forgotten man, but really low ownership. You know, seven point four million, and those and those uh, fixtures ahead of him, he's not really a bad show, is he? No, no, and uh, and like I said, I I I've watched him obviously early in the season. Spurs obviously went up there and played, and, uh, and they played really well. They you know they they're good uh, ball retention. They you know got into the final third. Torres has got blistering pace. You know, he can turn a player really quickly. Um, you know, we were linked with him as well in the transfer window. Not my cup of tea, I've got to be honest with you. Uh, as for all, you know, all the offers, I think his final ball is a bit poor, personally speaking. Um, so, um, but yeah, they played really well. But the only problem was they weren't putting the sticking the ball in the back of the net. So that's still, you know, the still the case. Um, but you know, with them fixtures, you would like to think they. Um, uh, might score some goals, so they definitely, definitely were. You know, at the price is your, you know, seven point four. Um, I can't remember. There was a, a midfielder last year. I can't remember his name. Um, uh, I, I, I'll have to have a look at their their team, but um, he did pretty well last year, and he might be an option. Um, I'm just going to quickly take a look. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the, you know, Troy's. Uh, I said he. he he's he's a good player, but you know, does does he score enough goals? Yeah, uh, I know. he's exciting, but. He's not his same product for me. His stats aren't, you know, he's had phases where he's done really well and he can have a high ceiling. But yeah, I think the only one I'd be looking at is Jimenez and maybe a defender if they've got good fixtures. That is if I was wildcarding. I don't have any of them at the moment. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of agree. And plus, you, we've got to remember with the international break, some of these players in, um, you know, in, in the Americas, basically, may have some problems. So some of the Brazilian players, I think even, I don't know that it extends to Jimenez as well. Um, I think he, um, he, he was in international duty, sorry, of Mexico. So, um, 
yeah, I, we have to keep an eye on some of these players coming back from international uh, duty, especially in South America and North and Middle America, um, just if they're going to play. So that means players like Rafinha, Jesus, Mino, they may miss out. Um, we saw what happened as well with the Brazil and Argentina game. So um, with COVID and restrictions and things like that. So it's um, you've got to consider that as well. You know, look at the injuries from the international break. Um, one of those players, Harpool, is Sun. Um, Spurs player um, so he's got a slight knock that he picked up an in international duty um, I remember benching him in draft I think the other year when it happened and he ended up scoring about 15 points when he was meant to completely be out um, that may have been Mourinho mind games but as a Spurs fan do you think Sun's going to start? Um, well that's a that's a really good question um, I think the fact that the, the trip um, and the fact that he's gone away. I think it's a calf strain that he's picked up. Um, you know, so I think they're going to want to, they're going to want to try to protect him. They're going to want to try to protect him. So I'm not sure, to be honest, um, whether he's going to start. I happen to not have him in my side. So I guess um, I'm, I'm one of the, 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 the lucky ones that haven't, haven't got him. So I haven't got a decision to make. Uh, what, who I do have, obviously, is, is Delhi, who, Obviously, I've got him my side who didn't travel on international duty, so I know he's pretty much guaranteed to start. Um, I don't, I really don't know. See, Son heals really well, and um, you know, he there's nothing, you know, there's nothing meaning that he won't start that game. He he may well do, but I think you're looking at about seventy five, about seventy five percent. You know, there's yeah. there's a possibility, but I think he might come off the bench actually. Yeah, uh, um, to be honest with you, I was. Even though I don't like captaining players for the first game, uh, you know, it's always a bad, it's a bad experience usually. And if you get it wrong, it's horrible. Um, I, you know, at the moment, I will, well, I was leaning towards Fernandez against Newcastle in terms of captaincy. Um, obviously, the Ronaldo factor changes that a little bit. Got players like Antonio and Ben Rama who are playing Southampton. It could do well, but it could be the game that they maybe just slip up. So it's, it's difficult. Um, it may just be a salad job against Leeds on Sunday. Um, that could be a high-scoring game. It's not. It's not going to be easy, but it could open up and get quite big. So, yeah. Uh, in terms of captaincy, then off the back of Sun, I mean, now he's got a slight knock. I'm not going to captain him, um, especially with the first fixture. You know, um, I think I'll just I'll, I'll start him in my team, and that's probably the advice to give to others as well. You know, you want him in your team. Um, he can do a lot of damage, but captaincy, I may be avoiding that. So, I mean, on that subject, who are you looking to captain? Are you going to go risky for a defender, maybe, even like someone like Shaw? Or do you think you're just going to stick with Salah on Sunday and just hope that he comes through? Well, I mean, a defender's risky, but, you know, I'm looking looking at who I've got. Uh, um, obviously, uh, um, Trent Alexander-Arnold, uh, Dina and Shaw. Uh, you know, uh, Dina and Shaw have got favourable home fixtures. Uh, I bought Dean Year in, and I've actually been really disappointed with him. His returns have, you know, not been great at all. Yeah, he got he got a clean sheet in a, in the last game week, but prior to that, you know, a point and two points is is not great for what I would call almost a premium defender. Um, sure, um, again, he, you know, he, he is on set pieces as well. He does get forward a bit. I think he takes the corner, you know, takes some corners here and there, uh, maybe uh, as well. And you know, he does take the odd set piece, so there's, there's a there's a good chance there. I think Trent Alexander-Arnold out of the three would probably be a better choice for me personally. Uh, you know, Leeds, um, Leeds like to attack you. So I think um, they'll provide a little bit of space. So, 
you know, for me, it, it's going to be either Trent Alexander-Arnold, um, you know, or the go-to man, Salah. Uh, Fernandez again, is a good shout, but, you know, Ronaldo changes that a little bit. Um, so, you know, and he, he, he blanked last week, I think, as well. So he didn't do too well last week. Um, yeah, so, some yeah, of the defenders I'm, have been doing great, you know, um, the premium ones as well. Um, Shaw hasn't been amazing either. Manu haven't, you know, even when they've done well, he hasn't, haven't collect, always kept a clean sheet. So it's, yeah, I think I think if you're desperate and you have a great fixture for a defender, otherwise, you know, it's, for me, I think it's Salah at the moment. It probably would have been Fernandez against Newcastle, but I'm just wondering that, I'm, well, I'm worried that Ronaldo is going to steal his thunder. So I think I'm going to go Salah captain, maybe Fernandez or Son Vice. Um, would probably do me. Yeah, I mean, I've got Delhi, um, and he's had a nice rest. Um, he started off the season quite well, and um, you know, he's, he's, he obviously he was on penalty duty um, early on in the season against Wolves uh, because obviously the, the you know the, uh, the 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 circus that was Harry Kane over over the transfer over the transfer window and stuff. So you know, he took a penalty. He's, he, he's uh, you know put it away nicely. And he should have scored actually in 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 the prior fixture. I mean, Harry Kane put it on a plate for him actually, and uh, he drilled it wide. So I do like the fact that he's he's kind of an all action this year midfielder. He's he's up and down. He's he's a little bit more defensive, but he still managed to break into the box. You know, Crystal Palace away. You know, Delhi could be a good differential actually. But I think um, I'm probably going to go Salah as well, and 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 perhaps uh, might even vice Tony actually. He's got a good fixture, um, you know, at home against Brighton, like you said. Uh, so that could be a, a, a good vice fullback, you know, ju- just for a differential. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, otherwise, there isn't any stand up op- standout options. Um, yeah, I'm trying to find a couple of differentials as well. Um, there's a couple of, you know, decent uh, cheaper defenders out there. I'm not, not in terms of captaincy. I'm just trying to cover off differentials like um, Liveramento that plays with Southampton. He's 4.1 million. Looks like a quite a good attacking option at the back for them. Um, but yeah, otherwise, I think we all know that the focus this weekend is going to be on Ronaldo. Um, I'm happy to move to captaincy to someone on Sunday, which is obviously Salah. Um, gives me a little bit of a clear path forward. So um, yeah, Harcourt, it's been great chatting with you. I'm sure we'll keep in touch and, um, you know, comment on our last minute changes if we do have any. Uh, I think I'm going to stay strong and not go for Ronaldo this, this week. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll keep in touch. And then let's hope for a, a, maybe a cameo appearance for Ronaldo. And then maybe in next week's call, um, we can kind of see what the plan is with his uh, long term um, options for us. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think um, uh, I'll, I'll be hoping for a cameo and a yellow card, to be honest with you, for all the people that have brought him in. That would be fantastic, wouldn't it? But yeah, no, uh, great talking to you as always. Yeah, let's, um, let's, let's see how this game week pans out and, and we'll talk again, Paul, as always. Sounds good. Right. Yeah. Thanks for your time, Harpool. Good luck and to everyone else as well. And uh, speak to you soon. Thank you. Yeah.